it's Sunday. It's 10 p.m. I'm not sure where the camera is. Mike's not here. I've replaced him with Glenn. Personally, <laughs> I think that's a vast improvement. And oh, this no. is... It is. This is the Sunday Roast, and here is your favourite part of the show, the intro. We'll see you in <laughs> 1 minute 24 seconds. Up your bum. Welcome to the the Sunday Roast with Mike and Danny. This is Danny, and this is Mike, and we're kind of strange. We're in the tub, and we drink a lot, at least one of us does. This is not Mike's body, but that is Danny's, and that's really gross. Thanks for watching the Sunday Roast. We love our fans, and here's Danny's mom. His name's Michael. Is it? Yeah. Oh, there you go. <laughs> and he's a Jew. You can tell he's a Jew. Look Ask at him. Ask him who's his daddy. Magical moment. I can almost taste Danny. <laughs> it's so close, I can almost taste him. <laughs> and now, the moment you've been waiting for. It's the Sunday Roast with your hosts, Magic Mike and Danny the GF. Fuck me, that's professional. You ain't going to get that on any other podcast. At least you gave me the time to get my fat fingers to get the tweet done in time. You are, def- you are definitely not going to see that anywhere unless it's one of those hot nightmares you have where you can't wake up and you know you're dreaming because that's the way I felt. But anyway, that yeah, is, hi, Danny. That is the exact way to look at it. How are you? I, I'm okay. My, my family's upstairs. I'm downstairs and, you know, in my little booth thing here and I'm, and I'm kind of happy. I haven't gotten much sleep lately, but, uh, no. you know, for no bad reason, just because when Arsenal wins, I, I'm, I'm like a lot of people. It dictates how my day weekend is going to go. And my weekend's been awesome after that that's, win. That's understandable. That's understandable. What, is it a birthday there or something? Yeah, there's a birthday happening. It's it's so funny because my wife insists on doing things on birthdays. Although we're all like a bunch of strangers living in the same house. Like we're going to go and we're going to cut a cake and blow out candles and all that stuff. We're going to eat and laugh for about 15 minutes. And then everybody's going to slink back into their own corner of the house and get back on their phone or laptop, you know, and we'll see each other tomorrow, I guess. But, uh, you know, when, you, when you're a family that's been together for a while and I, I appreciate all my blessings and <laughs> you know that that shit happens oh, oh and good. i'm you know and i i don't appreciate the pressure by the way of having to you know fill in for mike i'm not going to be able to do 50 minutes of dick jokes so you're gonna have to <laughs> think of something else apparently the fat oaf has lost his mobile phone and andy he's his other half his <laughs> other podcast half had to send me a message saying mike couldn't make it and i said i oh, know he's doing i've already made, made arrangements for him and i don't think he's going to be here next week either and i think they might be the two best shows if i'm honest because quite frankly the fat oaf doesn't have any idea what he's doing <laughs> Can, can, can I ask you uh, how you're feeling yeah. because uh, after that comeback win? Because for me, it, it, as far as I'm concerned, and I tweeted this too, it's like we overcame adversity, we overcame injury, and we just won the damn game. I don't care how it happened. You know, last year we probably wouldn't win that game. 
and yeah, last year it would have been where they'd have scored that goal and then we'd have had the ump and then they'd have had their heads down and they'd have walked back mm-hmm. to walk back to the halfway line all shouting and screaming at each other, blaming everyone else. We were, we were all having a face like a smacked ass, but not under <laughs> Arteta. Arteta's army of, of, of friends and a gang of happiness. And so, uh, yeah, it, I knew it's cool. I thought we'd score more than that, actually. Yep. When we, when we went down one nothing, I was like, I was like all about uh, episode seven of of all or nothing you know that completely depressing i don't know if you watched it but episode seven has like all of the worst of last year in it and it's hard to watch uh but they came back i was so thrilled i didn't expect it i i'm i'm currently editing a video for my channel right now and uh, i was writing some notes during the game and you know when we were down one nil and i'm just like don't be too negative don't go off on midfield depth don't don't be too offensive <laughs> and and it completely turned around yeah am, am i silly for feeling you know danny one more thing and then i'll let you talk i'm sorry I've got you know, I, to say. <laughs> I don't you know i'm married with kids i don't get to talk to people so <laughs> i i just feel like you know I, I don't know if this team's gonna win any trophies but that's what trophy winning teams do come back from adversity and injury and win the damn game yep that's exactly what they do and that's what we've seen year after year in the uh, in the george graham days in the early arson wenger days the first uh, 10 years or so and then it all fell apart and fell on it on its ass well, we should have a like, say hello to some of the roasties in there if uh, if you don't know the sunday roast is uh just sit around as if we just had a Sunday roast and uh, we sit there and we talk about any old shit that comes to mind. You can give us questions. We'll talk about any topic that, that comes up. We've got an hour to do it all in. Uh, it's not the American type of Sunday roast where Mike says my mum's fat. It, it's, it's not that kind of roast. I didn't even think about that until Mike pointed out, is that the kind of roast it is? I said, of course it fucking isn't. Loki's there. All right, Loki. And uh, Sean is there saying hello to people. Arnie is there. Uh, that's nice to see. Who else is in here? Mars Gunner. My treacle and a Nicolau. Um, I know a Sophie Nicolau. Are you related? Could be Sophie. You never know. Uh, there's Mark is there, who we all know. And uh, oh, Mark says that uh, is Mike still sleeping between Tom and Georgia in in their honeymoon suite? Uh, no, he kicked them both out of the bed. They had to go and sleep on the floor because Mike was drunk, rolling around like a like a freshly greased piglet. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, there is a tiny bit of an echo. It's, it's coming from uh, me. From my, yeah, a little bit. It's because you're, you're head... <laughs> only a teeny bit. It's when I talk loud. There's an echo. Maybe my volume's up too loud. Oh, okay. Possibly. I just, I just deafened everybody for no. It's only tiny. Wouldn't worry about it. Right. Um, I have. Well, I, I did my hair last week, actually, Sean. Uh, Mark says, actually, I did have a roast dinner. Lamb with beef. There you go. That's always a topic we start off with. What have you had to eat today? Me? Fucking cake, yeah. Oh, I just fucking went to Burger King. I didn't feel like cooking. Um, I, um, you know, if this really was like a roast thing, Danny, and we were enjoying, a, you know, some kind of meal here, I, yeah. I would be, uh, you know, I know you you frown upon this, but I'd have a joint right next to me, and and you know, I'd probably be flatulating a little bit, but uh, you know, so you don't give the full effect unless you let me smoke. Is, is would you get like banned if I smoke pot on your show? No. No, oh, Jace um, Shredder. He was in. Uh, he lives in. Uh, I think he was North Carolina last time. He was smoking a joint on the show last time. As long as it's oh, legal where you are, um, it is legal. Well, just don't tell people it's 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 a joint. Just say it's um 
it's just a way of just a normal uh, roll up or something, whatever you, know, you call it. Everything's legal in New York, uh, even yeah. just walking. As into long as you don't tell people what it is, then you can just deny it and say it's something else. <laughs> so it's okay. uh, yeah, see, so do whatever you want. Yes, yeah, so what have you eaten today? Because you look like a man who doesn't really enjoy food. <laughs> I'm such a picky eater. It drives my wife crazy because she would, you know, she she's Latin and a little um, a little bit of everything, and she loves to cook. But I don't want to eat any of that, you know. It's you know, here's some mafungo, and I'm like, it looks like something the cat threw up. I'm not going to eat that, you know. I, I'm, I'm sorry, <laughs> but Craig's uh, there. You know, Craig didn't you? you used to do a show with him. Craig from same old Arsenal's in the chat. Oh, Craig, I've been wondering where he's been at. Hey, Craig, what's up? I, I know he's happy because he's a positive Arsenal fan, always thinking positive. Uh, ever since I admitted I was wrong about Arteta out, I've been like super positive man with Arsenal. You know, it's like, uh, and I loved what I saw with Arteta in All or Nothing. I mean, yeah, he's a little bit of a geek with his light bulby things and his silly drawings. Oh, but, I couldn't cope with that. That wound me up. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, okay, all right, he's a geek, but the the rest of the shit, you know, halftime, I didn't think he was being mad at them or changing, you know, direction, or, and and uh, I really, I even have more respect for him after all or nothing. Uh, I don't know how I got onto this again. Oh, because I don't talk to anybody. That's why. Saying hello to Craig. We did a show tonight. Me, Craig, Amanda, and Chris did one. It's very good. It is an hour and five minutes. Go to go over to. Um, same old Arsenal, you all know who Craig is and what the podcast is. It's the first one we've done live of the season and uh, went very, very well. Always enjoyable, never any arguments. That's awesome. I think we're all, all in the same boat, all laughing at people who make a living out of uh, <laughs> slagging off Arsenal. I have such a soft spot for same old Arsenal because the reason I was, I've been uh, an Arsenal fan for a very long time, okay, but. Social media wasn't for me. I mean, look at me. So, uh, five years ago, I was in a hospital bed and, you know, I had bandages on. I really couldn't do anything. I'm like, and I'm looking up at Arsenal stuff. And all of a sudden, I'm discovering there's a bunch of people that love this club as much as I do. Maybe this social media thing isn't so bad. And same old Arsenal. And Burkamp Wonderland were the first things. This is only my third time on your channel, Danny. And every time I'm on it, I feel... I feel like Sam Neill when he saw that brontosaurus in Jurassic Park. He's in the jeep, and all of a sudden he sees the you know the brontosaurus, and he's like, oh, "Fuck!" That's the way I feel. You're the brontosaurus, Danny, <laughs> and I'm Sam Neill. I I friggin I friggin love this channel. You're one of the first channels I discovered, and you guys have been nothing but awesome ever since I started watching you five years ago. I'm very sorry about that. I love that fucking UK humor. Oh my God, I fucking love it. I grew up on Monty Python. <sighs> yeah, yeah, I do like a little bit of Monty Python. Uh, I missed the TV series when the original run, but then I managed to get it the second time round. Um, uh, uh, Craig says, Glenn, we are doing a show this year, just you and me. You can't wait. Ooh, oh, that, that would be. Oh my God, that's news to me. And yes, I'm like, dude, I'm like Mike Ryan in that movie. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Which she's uh, having. I don't remember the name of the movie. So, what what have you had to eat today? Because uh, I, I don't told really you care already, about... you freak Burger King. What, oh, Burger, yeah, but what happened? I like to get the um, the bacon XL double cheeseburger. <laughs> oh my God. But do you find they're a little bit too bready, though, and a bit too a bit claggy? Yeah, actually, I do. But, you know, it, it it goes down nice. And, you know, I almost immediately regret it, but I don't care. <laughs> I, I'll eat the burger cake and then the next day in the bathroom, you'll hear me say, I regret nothing. You know, but whatever. 
I am. Um, was it um, deliver? No, Uber Eats, Deliveroo, one of those two. I can't remember. They've only just come to my village um, earlier this year, and McDonald's only came to it about two weeks ago. So I've not had a McDonald's yet because you can't edit the order, and I don't want any fucking gherkin or any fucking onion or any shit that are <laughs> anywhere near my food. So, but the Burger King to get two of those with two lots of chips. And uh, two drinks that I don't want, Diet 7-Up, because they don't have a decent range of drinks, cost me about 24 quid. Well, you, I suspect you're a shut-in with 20 cats. So unless you're going to go out and get your food, that's what you're going to get. Um, I'm kidding, Danny. I don't, I don't know anything about you. And, I've got four and... cats. <laughs> But, no, the but, hairy but, but you got you got to you you got to deal with i i tell you i was really i was all about uber eats and stuff like that and one time i was starving kentucky fried chicken i got the chicken i got the mashed potatoes just for me not the family they were all asleep it was 10 o'clock at night uh so i ordered it from uber eats i got everything i ordered except the fucking mashed potatoes and i said you know what that's the last time i'm ever gonna do that now i just go out and i just grin and bear it man no way. Sorry, you're not have, delivering my food. Fuck you. Have you they took ever, my mashed potatoes. Fuck you, you took my mashed potatoes. The best part. Have they managed to recover since losing your trade? <laughs> or have they gone under? I've not heard. <laughs> you sound like my wife. That's a joke my wife would make. Yeah, <laughs> no. I eat way too much fast food, but I don't care. I don't have to, I hardly ever eat it. I, I'm, I, I'm grossly obese by not moving, not eating. I don't like food. Today, I, I got up and then I had... I cooked, I cooked two lots of dinners last night. Tesco's through these lovely breaded chicken. It's actual proper chicken. No arsehole zeros or not. <laughs> and I had those and some new baby potatoes. I cooked the whole lot last night. And then I ate half last night and half today. And then I was hungry and just now. So I just went and had this thing. And everyone thinks it's disgusting. Get a tin, tin of mushroom soup, a tin of tuna, drain the oil off and mix it up and then microwave it. Wow. My wife would love you. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, uh, you can have her if you want. Uh, now I sound like Kenny Youngman. Uh, I've lived with oh four God. and a half women. They're all I can't. I can't deal with it. Four and a half, and then that half for Sean because she's fucked off. She's in Cyprus at the moment. Oh, is that, is have you that any good? idea how far Cyprus is from the UK? I thought it was off the coast of of, of Italy or something. It's near fucking Syria. Okay, I can appreciate that that frustrates you but look at me i'm in fucking america okay uh, you know all the problems we're having and i don't get political online i'm trapped all right i can get on a train and travel i can get on a plane for three hours i'm just going into the same shit okay uh you at least can take a train if you want and go to germany or or whatever i'm just that's just an example um you know so I wish, I wish, I wish that I was born in the UK and I had memories of my dad carrying me on his shoulders in my first game to Highbury, but I don't. I was born in the United States from a South American dad and a German mom, and uh, they instilled my love for football. And uh, anyway, how did I wind up talking about myself like that? I don't remember. I wasn't, but... I wasn't making notes. I've got no idea. <laughs> But can't you go on holiday? Haven't you got a part? I know most Americans don't have. Don't know what a passport is, but you must have one. Okay. Um, I don't. I, I I mean to get one, but I never. <laughs> I, I'm never. I'm never. Um, I'm I'm never close enough uh, monetarily to just 
go to England like like all you guys on YouTube or go to America. Hey, I'm shooting across the pond. I'm going to film a few videos and then go back to America, you know, like Mike, uh, you know, or some of your other fellow YouTubers, you know. Oh, Arsenal's in America. Let's go on over. Sure. You know, and, and I can't even afford to go down south to, to, to watch Arsenal. So, wow, I'm complaining a lot. This is very therapeutic. Do it. I'm sorry. It. It's good. People love a fucking moan. We can't moan about football at the moment. We have to moan about everything else. Thankfully. I, it, I do. I do want. I do want to apologize to people that don't like people moaning or, or whinging. Is that another word you guys use? Whinging. Oh, I, I heard, love a whinge. I, I heard. Uh, I heard Carl and uh, Ricky use that word. Um, Carl Pilkington, um, and I really like it. Whinging. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm in a really good mood because of Arsenal, and I'm sorry that I'm whining a lot. But like I said, this is very therapeutic. I feel like I should be on a couch, and, and you well, should like I should be paying you. Mark, who uh, everybody knows, says, "Wow, Glenn, my dad is South American, and my mum is German too. Are you my brother?" <sighs> Holy crap, we could be. My wife did that DNA thing and told me about you know all my strong roots to stuff. All I remember is. Uh, when we used to go to Thanksgiving um, here in America, I don't like that holiday, by the way, but I'm, just, I'm using an example. And I would go and my my father and my mother's relatives would be there. And some of my father's relatives, like his brothers, were black as night. But I was a kid and I didn't even think that way. You know, they must have hid me from the racism that was prevalent at the time because it never even occurred to me. Wow, my, my dad's brother, John. <laughs> Wow. I didn't think that way. They were just all my relatives. It's it's really weird. I hope that didn't come across as racist because it's it's the ax, actually the oh, no, opposite. You can, be, you can be racist as you want on here. I hate the whole human race. I, I'm, allowed <laughs> to be, I'm allowed to be. I can talk about any race you want because I did my DNA thing. Turns out I'm Greek. I'm mainly, well, I'm English. I'm not anything else. I'm 100% English. But I've got Irish from my mum. My dad turns out he's, his dad was German, not Italian, because when in World War Two the Germans invaded and occupied Guernsey in the Channel Islands. So my, my nan nobbed everyone. So it was either <laughs> an Italian or a German. Turns out I'm German. We did, did the DNA thing. And then uh, I've got a Native American, so I can call them Indians. And there's fuck all they can do about it. 0.01%. <laughs> I've got some Middle Eastern. Uh, my mum is 0.1% Pakistani, which is a bit of a shock to her. Um, there's some South American. Um, it is all over the fucking shop. So I am everyone, and I can be as racist to everyone as I want because they're my people. Oh, and also Egyptian and Scandinavian. Holy crap! Damn, it is, uh, it's fantastic. My DNA thing showed that I had a lot of Chinese, and I'm and I couldn't figure it out. And then I told my wife, I know what happened. My somebody. Uh, hooked up with one of those China, uh, my South American relative hooked up with one of those Chinese people that were working slave labor to build the railroads in the United States. And at one point, they just said, "All right, enough of this," and they w went down to South America. That's the elite. That's the only way I can figure why I have so much Chinese in my DNA. Sounds sounds about right. Yeah. So uh, I, it's so it's so perplexing to me. She got me into well, this stuff. I'm well, like, I don't want to know my. Place. We all, we all related to uh, that, that, that body that was found in Ethiopia, I think. What do they call it? Mary or Margaret or or something, the oldest human found. And I think that was the, the actual proper human and not the, the version between Cro-Magna and, uh, and Othokopithikif. I can never say that right. <laughs> it's one of those ones. And so, But I think that was 300,000 years ago. I mean, I think she's dead now, hopefully. <laughs> We've got all of her bones. She wants to make sure that she's dead. 
But uh, 300,000 years. It, I mean, the human race is older than that, though. It might yeah. have to be. It, it makes me crazy because my wife's really into this DNA thing. And for me, you know, the color of someone's skin is less than 0.001% that, you know, makes the skin a different color. And that's the way I felt. She's like, no, let me do your DNA anyway. And eventually I found it fascinating. But to me, everybody's, we, we're just all here on the same planet trying to cope. You know what I mean? Oh, my yeah. God, I sound like a fucking hippie. But that's <laughs> <laughs> that's all I'm saying, you know. I try to, when someone's mad at me, I try to understand why they're mad at me. You know what I mean? I don't like arguing like you freaking Brits. You just like to argue. That's like a pastime for oh, you. I love arguing. <laughs> you call it banter. I'm sorry, banter. Oh, no, I don't call it banter because I'm not 14. <laughs> okay. <laughs> call it taking but, the piss or arguing. I'm, I'm more I'm more about common ground, like Arsenal in midfield. Okay, I'll bring it back to them since you say I can talk about anything. You know, there are a lot of people rating Granite Xhaka right now, right? Like, why do we need midfield help? Anybody we guess not going to replace Xhaka. I'm not going to worry about someone that you know, rate somebody or doesn't rate somebody that, you know, I rate. Uh, I think we can all agree Arsenal needs some midfield depth, regardless of whether, you know, you like Xhaka or you don't like Xhaka. You know, it just, we, and it just was proven with Partey going down and Zinchenko being down for that game. So it, it's right there in our faces. Arsenal never tells us what they're doing and we're just going to have to deal with that, you know, and hope by the end of the window that uh, we get a little bit of depth because we're going to need it. You know, I don't I, I don't understand why guys, uh, you know, people, well, I guess it's part of the banter, but I'm, I'm I was watching people banter Manchester United. I'm like, why are you doing that, man? Look at that team on paper. Uh, and the, and the people running that team are like some person with a gambling problem at a roulette machine. You know, they just keep pouring money into the team. Eventually, they're going to friggin hit. And it looks like maybe, you know, they're going to it's going to be tough for Arsenal. We need depth. Let's not have the same darn problem we had last year. Yeah, well, uh, now that we've got a few players out of the club, we've released lots of money in wages. I just need Bellerin to go, and that's 100, <laughs> yeah. 100 grand. I mean, I like the bloke, but he's, he's got no future at the club, and that's 100 grand that we will get off the wage books as soon as he, he decides to bugger off. I think he's on about 100 grand a week. I'll just... Uh, there's a few places that I go and check. I've just had some devastating news about my DNA. I'm fucking absolutely good. 110 grand a week he's on. I just checked my DNA. They update it. I did... Uh, uh, tell me, Jen, and I did that one, and they've just updated it again because I was Italian, then I was German. Now I'm zero percent fucking German. Fifty-six <laughs> percent English and Irish, British. Sixteen um, percent Greek, Balkan. Eight percent Scandinavian. Seven percent Iberian, Sardinian, Basque, and I am Middle Eastern. I am Egyptian, Levantian, Arab. 1.9%, and American, I am Native American, Central and South, 0.5%. Well, that's just drastically cut down in the number of people that I can insult, hasn't it? That's fucking, that's shit on me cornflakes. All right, all right. I'm gonna... <laughs> I like that. I can save that one. Shit on the cornflakes. Um, <laughs> let me warn you something about going down this rabbit hole of DNA, Danny. Okay, because... keep changing it. I know, but but if you keep here, I'm going to give you a perfect example of my wife who's really into it and informed me about two months ago that I have some kind of relative in Sweden that's dying to talk to me and ask me about my life. I'm like, yeah, sure, I'll do that. Don't worry about it. <laughs> and I still haven't done it. This poor guy's into the DNA. He's dying to talk to me. And I'm just a lazy high bastard, you know, that loves Arsenal. You know, if he sends me a thing telling me he's an Arsenal fan, I'll talk to him. But, um, yeah, so if you go down that rabbit hole, you're going to find 
weird people in all kinds of parts of the country. My wife is now best friends with somebody who is a relative. She didn't even know she had named Valerie. Um, she's dating some guy from the UK. I said, oh, what, what club does he follow? And my wife said, oh, he, he doesn't like football. And I'm like, what it's the funny. fuck is wrong with him? <laughs> so, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so my wife has had this whole new avenue open. I don't want no avenues. I'm old. My avenues are closed. You know, if I want, if I want to talk to you, you know, I'll talk to you. And I feel bad because this guy really wants to talk to me. Uh, so that's going to uh, happen to you. They also paired me with Sean and my mum, obviously. They did that without me doing it. And they paired me with some uh, Turkish bloke living in Germany. He's now been deleted. I'm, I'm sad news about that. Whoever you were, they've now deleted you off your positive, po po possible, possible relative thing. Um, oh, here we go. Uh, Mr. Boblex is there. Uh, Nick, Mr. or Mrs. A. Nicolau says, should ESL start ahead of Saka against Villa? I know it's the wrong side, but Saka seems like he's run out of ideas. Yeah. What, what do you think about that? Uh, I, I think Saka could use a game off. But, uh, you know, I, I was surprised with five substitutions. Uh you know, that ESR wasn't brought on at some point during the game. But like I said, I have a lot of confidence in Arteta and he won the damn game. So I'm not going to even complain about that. But yeah, ESR needs to get in there somehow. I don't know if it's through soccer, but yeah, I want ESR in there somehow. I think you know, he will. Starting. He has to. But uh, see, I was saying on Craig's show today that we're, we're lucky because you've got Martinelli can play either side, Smith Rowe either side, Saka either side. And so you've got three players there that can play left, centre, or, or, or the right-hand side. Mm -hmm. They can do any of those jobs. And so it doesn't matter if one of them or two drops out. And then we've got, we've got Marquinhos and Fabio Vieira who can play on the right-hand side. So it makes me wonder, are we actually going to bring anybody else through? Um, yeah. Don't buy anyone like that on that side. Um, like I said, I'm all about midfield, you know. Um, but uh, I want to ask you a question. Uh, you just made me think of a great question. Mike Hertz asked it on his show. Uh, not, another <laughs> not another Arsenal podcast. I, this is like the greatest question. So I want to ask you this question, okay? Which current Arsenal player do you believe has the highest ceiling? I'll tell you mine. It's Martinelli. Uh, not not Elneny then. No, 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 no. No, bless his socks. We we do love the the El Nenny. Um Yeah, looking at, at the the consistency, you would say, but there again, Martinelli's what, 22, 23 now, something like that? He's got or 21, 22. I think he's a year ahead of, of Saka. You would say it's going to be Saka or Martinelli. It's got to be one of the two of them, but Martinelli's showing more. And it wasn't that long ago that Martinelli couldn't even get in the first team. Yeah. He just get a few sub appearances. And it looks like um, Smith Rowe has got some growing to do, whether it's uh, just to keep up his fitness and, and stuff like that. But I think the player that will be will be the most um, wanted by other clubs is definitely going to be Martinelli or, or Saka. No, but Martinelli's no. more likely to leave because he hasn't got Arsenal DNA in him, has he? No. Yeah, I did. no, I can't picture it. <sighs> Martinelli is going to be with Arsenal. I was playing FIFA 22, and uh, Martinelli somehow wound up on, uh, what was it, Chelsea? I'm like, that would never happen. I deleted the whole fucking season. <laughs> I just, yeah. You know, I, I can't, I can't do I'm not going to sit there and play Chelsea twice a year with Martinelli playing for them. No, fuck you. Um, yes. But uh, so what was you, I talking about again? You deleted it in a rage. Yes, I, I rage. rage and quite rightly. Season. Um, Sean says uh, Rob Holding's hair. Oh my God, Rob Holding's hair! I don't you always think of that scene from Goodfellas with the guy with the wig? I don't know how. Never he, seen it. 
You've never, you have not seen Goodfellas. No, I, can't, I don't like any of the mob kind of films or TV series. I hate them. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I'm right. tempted to ask why, but I, that, that seems... I just don't, just don't like it. Just, I don't find it uh, interesting. It's always very dark and dingy and... Okay. No. I like Vikings, as you know. Oh, yes. Vikings. Yeah, I could watch that all day. Okay. Well, um, back to holding. Someone asked about holdings here. You have to, you have to accept it. You just have to accept it. I remember when I started losing my hair and I checked into those weave things, I'm like, nah, you know, that it's just, it's not what you want to do. Just deal with it. Bald is sexy now. I think, I don't know. Well, I'm way I've been telling sexy. people that for, I've been shaving my head since 1980, since 1990. And only once have I ever grown my hair for any length of time. And that was only a couple of months. Yeah. Like it. I tried to, um, there, there was this, uh, I wish I could remember the comedian because I would, I would give him credit for this joke. This is not my joke. You know, women, they, they, they don't take how seriously it can affect a guy losing his hair. Not everybody, but it, it really is traumatic. It was traumatic for me when I started losing my hair. And this comedian tried to describe it to women. Picture if your boobs slowly slid down your body. That's what it's like for a man losing his hair. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, I say shave it. If you, I, I, I don't know why holding doesn't just shave it. Um, but then, can you? You spent most of, your, of his life with hair, so it's not really unnatural for him to go. Well, I'd like that hair back again. But I think Gabriel's given up on it, and he? he had a he had some work done. It all fell out, and he's going, oh, "Fuck it, just shave you off. It's a lot fucking easier." And plus, they'll save a fortune on shampoo and hair products because <laughs> I spend zero time. I, I spend zero time wearing what, what clothes to wear either. I've, I've got about fifteen t-shirts, all basically the same, various um, dark colours, and that's it. I, I, I just go with whichever one's in the drawer. I, I I spend zero time in my life deciding what to wear. In fact, the most amount of care I put is with my um, my trainers when I go out. Um, I've got three pairs, and so I have to pick between those. And I just pick the, the blue ones for the summer and the dark ones for when it's winter. And that's it. And that takes me half a second. Uh, in America, when you finally give up when you're old enough, you just wear sweatpants everywhere. But uh, I don't know if well, that's what you call them in, in the UK. But uh, call, to call them joggers here, joggers. Don't know why. Okay. It's only fat people that wear them. And they're never going to fucking jog, <laughs> are they? I'm not. But I'm not at that point yet. I'm. I don't know why I'm. I'm like it. Uh, but I, you know, I still like. You know, I thought about what to wear for this fucking show, and obviously, I gave up thinking about it. But I, you know, I did think about it for a while. <laughs> Let's talk TV. I mean, I've still got. Uh, oh, uh, Arnie says I think they'll come for Odegaard. Um, let's talk about that quickly. Um, Odegaard, he has he has got Bergkamp esque written all over him, hasn't he? He is not oh. maybe not as getting us forward, but his ability and his skill and his vision—it's just oh, it makes me moist just thinking about it. <laughs> Right, you almost ruined it for me. You probably can't see the goosebumps on my arm. Oh. Um, but yeah, Odegaard, I've been saying it for, for a long time. I remember um, when Arsenal fans were kind of getting on him because they weren't seeing the instant results that Arsenal fans, some Arsenal fans demand. And it was me and Stan the Man saying, this kid has something special. Just shut up and let him play. And uh, I, I'm pretty sure you were on that train a little early too danny uh of appreciating odegaard and now i'm just taking him for granted as he was spraying these gorgeous passes all over the field against fulham i'm like oh my god well, you know i never mentioned him in my fucking videos i gotta start mentioning him 
Where do you get the inspiration from your videos from? Because people, uh, Glenn has got a YouTube channel. If you've seen the tweets, and you will see, I'm going to go and put it in the in the chat now. Yeah, uh, you need to go and follow his stuff because if you like so Monty Python esque with the bits he cuts away, and unlike ours, he doesn't go on and on and on for fucking hours with it. Most of them are under ten. Nearly, they're all under ten minutes long. If, if I do if I do a video over five minutes, I'm upset. Um, yeah. How how do I do it? Um, what I do is um, uh, well, lately I've been deciding, you know, to to add like some scenery into because my wife this this spot you see me in here right now, my wife has co opted for her work area, so I never get to use it. She works from home now. She works from home now, and you know, and she'll sit here like this talking to her mates and and you know at work, and none of them realizing that below here or shaven legs for the last year but that's besides the point and that's just you. <laughs> but uh what were we talking about we were talking about odegaard yeah i just yeah. oh my, and how i make videos all right so uh, with my videos uh, after a game i will decide where i'm going to film it because i can't do this anymore and um and then I have like basic idea in my head of what I want to say, but my videos are always 20 minutes long and I, and I'm very upset if I can't cut them down to under five, because I know the internet has a short attention span, you fucking pain in the asses. And, uh, I have to keep them short, especially for an American talking about football, because a lot of people are biased against me and I've always liked making people laugh. So after I cut down my 20 minutes of yammering to five, then I watch it and these just ideas pop into my head because uh, I had three parents, my mom, my dad, and my television. And I just watched, you know, I just watched TV all the time when I was a kid. And this shit just pops into my head. Like that, sh an old HBO show a lot of people won't remember called Dream On. And that that's the way that my head works. No, never heard of it. Uh, it's okay. It's okay. It was a guy that would, you know, something. He, Actually, they followed, it does sound familiar. What was it? He fo They followed his life. Okay, and like uh, at certain points, they would do cutaways like my videos of old black and white movies. But now everything's copyrighted, so you can't find that show anywhere. But um, yeah, so it just from watching too much television as, as a child, a teenager, an adult, shit always pops into my head. And, and I just add them in. And it tickles me pink that people actually find it funny. But you want to hear something, Danny? And this is the God's honest truth. All right. I just do it for fun. I've been doing it for a long time now with my own channel. And this is the God's honest truth. I have not looked at my views because I don't want to be discouraged. <laughs> and I don't want to get too crazy. You know what I mean? It's like I don't ask for people to subscribe. I don't ask for them to like videos. So if they find me, and even if it's 100 people, I'm friggin' thrilled because I'm making a hundred people laugh. I, I, I've always liked to make people laugh since I was a little kid. Well, you make me laugh, you make me smile, and I often wonder how how that comes into your head. Um, the, you're talking about hair. This is the last picture of me with hair. <laughs> <laughs> that was the day I converted to Judaism, and then I unconverted the next day because uh, they they feel for fish. <laughs> And other fish things. I don't know how you. I wish I knew how to Photoshop. That's not real. I'm trying. I'm looking with my old eyes. You're gonna make me put my glasses on to see if that's photoshopped or real. No, Fuck of you. course it's real. Fuck you for making me put my glasses on. That was me when I was 22. That is not no. What is it? That's that's like probably Ben Shapiro's father. That's not you. Is that no. you? No. That, that is right. this, this is another picture of me. That's me on the right, and that's the big show from the WWF on the left. That, that's not you. That's Mike from Breaking Bad on the right. 
Uh, I've just no, finished watching. Not. I've just finished watching um, Better Call Saul. Have you finished it? Yeah, friggin' loved it. Uh, do you think? Oh, I mean, I'll, that's why I hate Mexicans so much, and I hate my Kurtz <laughs> because the fucking Mexicans ruined um, Breaking Bad, and they fucking ruined this as well by being arseholes. Uh, Violent right, I, thugs. I can't stand them now. I, I've I become racist against Mexicans. I thought uh, I thought Kim got off too easy. I didn't like her breaking the bond of silence, but uh, that's all I'll say for anybody mm. that didn't watch it yet. Probably people haven't, haven't seen it all yet, but I watched the whole thing in, it took me about three months to watch it all because there was a two, there was, I thought that was all of it. And then I think there's another series of enough for fuck's sake. Another, <laughs> but it is so, those long, um, slow shots of, of a frog getting in water or a teaspoon <laughs> being stirred or the sun. Just those shows, you could make each one 25 minutes if you cut out all the arty fucking bollocks. Why are they doing it? It's like, I, go on, fast forward. We're going to make you fast forward. Go on. <laughs> I, all right. I will, I'll meet you halfway and say they do get a little too arty, but some of it I do enjoy. Um, uh, and as far as, as uh, Better Call Saul, um, for a show that had characters in it where I knew what happened to them thanks to Breaking Bad, they still made tension for me. And I give them a lot of credit for that. Um, yeah, I did quite like the, the way they, all the way through the series, they showed you what happens at the end of the series and at the end of Breaking Bad, which is which is quite a leap for the, for the viewer to go, well, You've all seen Breaking Bad. This is pre-Breaking Bad, but the black and white segments are post-Breaking Bad. You're thinking, mm -hmm. I had no idea what was going on. I didn't explain to you what's going on. I quite yeah. liked it. But the best thing about um, Better Call Saul was him being a cheeky chappy, uh, bending <laughs> the law. Being, I think that would be that would have been a much better thing if it had just gone down him being a, a tricky shyster of a lawyer and doing what a solicitor, doing all those kind of things. That would have been a much more entertaining show because sometimes I was so utterly fucking bored with it. Oh, I, I understand. But I had to finish it. I understand. Well, I understand completely. I forgot some years and years ago, there was some UFO show that started out really good and got really, really bad. Uh, I think it might have been Falling Skies. I can't remember yes. the name of it. And yeah. it got really, Set really the, bad. Just and after I, World War Two, And I had to. And I had to watch it to the. I had to see how they. Even though I hated the show by the time the last season started, I had to see how they finished. And it took me forever to find out because I just could. I couldn't bear watching it anymore from what it used to be. But that's Hollywood for you, you know. Drago says, "What we need is a show with Glenn and Laith. Laith, my God, I've never had a guest on that never shut up as much as he doesn't. Oh, he shit. can't get a fucking word in with him. Three people that I refuse to podcast, and he's one of them." Because they don't shut up. Me? They're, they're just oblivious. No. He... No, he'd like to see a show with you and probably for the energy. Because life has, has no energy and he just talks. It. You'll ask him a question, it'll be 25 minutes of him answering and he won't give a fuck about anyone else thinking. You never go, well, maybe someone else wants to speak. I've had three like that. I'll just go, nope, I'm never doing a podcast with you. Oh. Um, okay, well, if I, am, if I am talking too much, I'm sorry. No, because... that's what okay. I want you to. You do okay. that because um, it goes Craig, goes against everything that I believe in and talking too much. Uh, especially no, that's on why you're things. here. Okay, well, I don't okay. want someone here who's not going to bloody talk. No, it'd just be me. Might as well <laughs> just have, a, have a photo of a potato there. Um, Craig says, "Loving the zoo one, Glenn. I see you got Messi the goat at the start. No, that goat that is going. <laughs> was that the actual goat making that noise or was that right. they dubbed uh, it on?" 
when I made the VAR joke, that was not the goat from, from, I just thought of that in post-production as I was telling you before, like I was watching myself and, and, and in the video that I made, it said even VAR got it right. I'm like, oh, that's surprising. And then I thought goats, I was just at the zoo. Oh, that, those goat videos where they're screaming. That's how my mind works. So that was not a goat from the ecological zoo for the animals that can't go back into the wild, which was, thank you for the kind words, by the way. I really enjoyed doing that video. I have not been to that Holtzville Zoo in a long time. Um, and um, yeah, so that, that's just, it's another example of how my head works, you know, watching a video back and all of a sudden something pops into my head. Good. Right. I need you to give a critical, do you have a car? You have a car, actually. I think you have an MPV, don't you? I've seen you driving around in it. <laughs> I have, uh, you know, we're getting a new car next year. It's really, it's really tough in the States right now. We've wanted a car for a year and a half now. I'm driving a, um, a, a it's an SUV, but it's a, it's a, family kind of suv it's a honda element and it and we let our daughter pick out the color when she was really little so it's like a a lime green <laughs> but uh you know it's been a very reliable car why are you asking me what car i drive i swear mike, you're taking notes on me mike has got a new car what do you think to that that that's that's a sweet car I, I, that really is a sweet fucking car. I, I really, I have so much respect for Mike, man. The way he, you know, the way I go upstairs to my kitchen and downstairs to my man cave is the way he goes to England. You know, it's just, I'm just going to England now. And I just, I wish I could be like that. And I would drag you out of the house, Danny. You're one of the first people <laughs> I drag out of the house. I know you're, you know, you don't drink, you don't smoke. What do you do? I don't care. I just want to talk with you, hang out. I, and you I sit where I sit down by the river and watch the world go by. Dude, I would so, you take me to a scenic point maybe we'll yeah. order some lunch from uber have them deliver it to us and we'll just hang out and have some lunch you you pick out a picturesque spot i know from the description of the the town or village whatever you call it that you live in you know I'm, i just picture the shire from lord of the rings so i'm i'm definitely <laughs> down i'm definitely down for uh for that do you like lord of the rings danny I see this is a running joke with me and my friends because uh, I, I saw the first one and thought it was all right. And then I saw the second one. Then the second one came out and I thought, I'm not going to watch that yet because there's a third one coming out. <laughs> and then just before the third, after the third one came out, I heard they're coming on DVD. So I thought, I'll wait for the DVD. And then I thought, oh, they're coming out on Blu ray. So I waited for the Blu ray. And then they brought out the extended version. So then I was waiting for the Blu ray extended version, <laughs> which I have currently got. You're I got about six years ago the golden box set of the Blu ray 4K extended versions. And I've not watched them because I can't be bothered. I haven't got that dude. much time in my life to waste. Dude, dude, dude. Okay. You're overthinking it. Okay. <laughs> you just, you got to DVR record it when it's on whatever movie channels you might have there in the UK. Uh, you know, like with Better Call Saul, it took me so long to watch that, but all the episodes were in my DVR. They couldn't cliffhanger my ass because I had all the episodes already. And if you cliffhangered me, I just watched the beginning. You got to, you got to figure your time better than that extended versions are almost never as good as the original versions and i'm sorry that you're not a big fan of lord of the rings uh because i wanted someone to complain about with this show coming up on amazon but we can completely change the subject no i have um no apparently the show that is this coming up there um it's not very good it has nothing they, to do with lord of the rings if you no, believe so no. you know let's just leave it at that uh, <laughs> they, i've they, got they, no idea yeah, I'm not even gonna watch it. I got, I got a couple of um, 
uh, this one especially funny guy in the UK that's a big Lord of the Rings fan, and he's so freaking smart, and he's young enough to be my kid. I think his name is Disparu, and he he has been just all over this. He's he's really good, and the kid is very talented and very smart. I was such an idiot when I was his age, man. I wish I could take this wisdom that I have now and put it into my young body. I was such an idiot. I still am, but I'm not as big an idiot. Oh, well, we all, we all grow and learn. I've just found some videos of a little tour of, because normally the videos I do when I go out are, are really long, but I found some really short ones. So I'm just going to upload them and then I'll show you my village. But if you ever come over, um, a friend of mine, huh? this is far this too big, you fucking asshole. Um, yeah, uh, someone I know from, from the Twitters, she's coming over and she's going to come over and come and see me. And uh, uh, Jeff from Canada came and saw me, and Mike from, uh, I, don't, I can't remember Mike, where he's from or what his name is, he came over and saw me. Um, but, but people on my podcast who I've known for 10 years, none of them ever, well, some of them live 20 minutes away. They can't be fucking bothered. I think they're trying to say, say something to me. You were talking about people that are like, tw- one second. These people have no idea. Okay, I'm back. Um, I'm busy. <laughs> I'm busy. I, you talked about somebody 20 minutes away from you that you that you never see. I swear, dude, when I come to England, I ha- I'm going to have to be there at least a month because I want to go to the HMS Victory. I want to go to Bletchley Park. I want to go so many places, you know, not just – football related uh, there's so many places you name a world war ii documentary i've watched it i'm half convinced that i died during world war ii because it's an obsession i can't stop uh you know if there's a new world war ii documentary all right hit, set the dvr um i could teach a history class in world war ii um so yeah there's so many places i want to go and i know hms victory was not in world war ii i'm just saying i you know it has so much history att- uh, attached to it and i totally appreciate your country i i uh, like i said earlier on the show i wish i was born there i really really do i really really do but you've got uh you can claim german citizenship though can't you um no i think they moved here just before i was born my dad knocked up my mom god damn um, them <laughs> and i think they they shot over here just to have yeah yeah uh, I, it's not like it's not like i hate my country and i want to renounce my citizenship it's just to me and i know every country has their bad bit of history to me the uk is one of the greatest countries on this friggin' planet, you know, I'm like Stephen Merchant. I'm, I'm wondering what would happen if we didn't win the Revolutionary War. Well, uh, England better healthcare margin, <laughs> marginally. England would win the World Cup every four years because all these people playing basketball and NFL, they'd be playing football. You know, so that that would have you, you. England would be the powerhouse that everybody has to knock off. Is a I've got Google Street Maps. Here is um a uh, see that is that a big enough picture? I've got a seven second delay on my other screen. So this is uh God Manchester. These houses there, some of them are three four hundred years old, and that here is is the river. Sometimes I sit here. Can oh, you see my mouse on there? I yes, can. I can. I can see where you're pointing and out. Then, so where the video I was just shooting, I was just videoing. There's the bench in the video, and I went from here, did a complete circle that way. Um, there's we have swans and ducks, and there's a we've got four pubs in the village. That's one of them. That's where all the reprobates go. They sit out the front all day long, and then uh, I mean this that house there I think is about six hundred years old. 
Uh, I, I'm like, I'm dying here. Are you? Can can a person die of jealousy? And, <laughs> and let me. A, that's let another me bench you. we go and sit on, and then you got this view of of all of that lot. The Chinese bridge, which isn't Chinese, but it is a bridge. They're fifty percent right. <laughs> I, I, I tell you, before you showed me the water scene, I was like total tourist. I'm like, oh, this looks like the beginning of Shaun of the Dead. Oh, you don't watch those kind of movies either. Um, so, but uh, yeah, that that's, dude. I'm like, I'm like dying. I, I, you, you know what I caught myself doing while you were showing all that? I hope my microphone was off. No, I was making <laughs> sexual noise. I'm like, you were showing things. You were showing things. I was like, oh, ooh. that there on the right, yeah. that's sexy Frank's house. Sexy Frank, okay. Sexy Frank, and then you've got all these other things. Look at these these houses. Some of them are so old. But one of the oldest houses in here. I can't. It's uh, too many streets away to go and find. But yeah, I think there's one that's uh, about 800 years old, and it caught fire a few years ago. So oh God, there you go. That's that's houses. that's my village, and that's why I love it here. Um, Close all them tabs. Don't need to see any of them. Can I ask you something? Even if you don't believe in the afterlife, have you ever seen a ghost or something you thought might be a ghost? Because in houses that old, there's always some kind of supernatural shit going on. Well, I years. I, I've been living in this house for thirty years. I don't know if the old dear who lived here died here, but for years I'd go and get in. I park my chair next to the bed. I'd go and get onto the bed, shuffle on the bed, turn round, then pull the duvet over, and I'd lay down. And then I'd hear a. I feel something at the end of my bed going. <gasps> Every single night, night for this went on. It was actually a bit of running joke. Well, I sat too many running jokes. I tell people and they never believed me. And then after years and years of this, had probably happened four or five years, every single night, it's got used to it. And then someone else sat on the end of my bed, Sean probably. And as she got up off the bed, the bed went, turns out it was a spring. And I've been all my weight on the oh, bed. You and it bastard. Was a spring decompressing. You bastard, you bastard. <laughs> I'll tell a real story. And, yeah. and I would I would swear my life. When my mom passed away last year, you oh, know, I was I, I was um I was pretty darn distraught. Um and um I was talking with my son in in the kitchen and um trying to explain to him he's autistic you know that the grandma is uh in the clouds now and um she's watching us and and whatever and i gave him a kiss and he gave me a hug and i know in the corner of my eye i saw my mom watching us i would swear on a bible to that it was my little shrunken mom staring at us in the kitchen and i got goosebumps again talking about that do i believe in ghosts yes uh, do i respect atheists yes i do ricky gervais is, i think is one of the most brilliant people on the planet but i have a fundamental disagreement with him on uh, the existence of an afterlife well um i have a, i have a theory on that what they the visions that people see it's the human race from the future when we figure out technology to go back and look at the past because theoretically, everything is still there. All the past is still out there. And then we can go back, but we can't interact with anything. So what you're seeing is glimpses of people from the future coming back and watching us. So when you're knocking one out, you never know who's watching. <laughs> <laughs> this could, could happen because uh, time travel, you can time travel backwards. Oh, my God. We'll all be sat there the 20, about the 16th of May, 1998, when we, when we do the first part of the double at Highbridge. <laughs> I sit there watching myself. Be there every week. Oh, everyone's all turning up. Great. All their ghosts. Did you ever? Did you ever in your life consider writing? Because you really, you know, like I, I, I consider myself a comedy connoisseur. You know, I, I really like certain stuff. And you're, 
your sense of humor, I really dig it. Um, and that, don't worry, I'm not, you know, I'm just, I'm just saying, were you ever a writer? Did you ever consider writing? Uh, because you very, you, you paint a great picture and you always throw that curveball laugh in there, you know? That's because I'm not sure if I believe it myself. No, <laughs> I, I, have, I have no talent. I'm, I'm good at some things, but most things I'm rubbish at. I have no interest in anything artistic. I was so at school. I was so shit at art. I was the kid. This was before I sat down all the time. I was the kid that had to get up from the chair, put his chair on the table, climb up on the table, and sit on the chair on the table so all the other kids could draw a paint a picture of me. That's how shit I was oh at art. Oh my god! And I'm, so that was probably when I was about thirteen, second beginning of secondary school. So you could tell then that I, I had no no interest in it I, whatever i think about in my brain would never come out if i was trying to draw it there's no there's a wire broken somewhere wow i just 13 years old modeling for the class i don't know i couldn't have handled that um no no way and i and i was starting to come out of my shell at 13 too because uh uh we did a play in school uh called cabaret and um and um i i I actually did a number in the beginning of the show and I was supposed to run off stage to the left, but I went off, ran off to the right and there was a curtain, but behind that curtain was a brick wall. So I bounced off that wall uh, and spun around like this and the curtain fell and everybody was laughing and clapping. And I had a bloody nose and they're like, we got to put in someone else for Glenn. I'm like, no, I want to do this. Listen, the applause really, I, I just loved it. And ever since that point of that stupid play and running into the wrong exit, um, I've always loved making people laugh that's it that's my earliest memory of making people laugh and it was by accident actually but uh yeah i've always enjoyed it it, it, mm. it gives me a rush like that's why i say if people you know whether if there's 50 people or 500 people watching my videos if i'm making people laugh i don't give a shit i don't give a shit this is all fun for me i'm this is not a career i don't want to be it. anything i don't want to be anything i want to make videos have fun and make people laugh that's my whole deal uh, people are asking, was I naked? I don't know if you mean. Uh, I was telling Craig about this earlier. This, there's this picture of me, which I show to a lot of people. Ah! Ah! What are you doing? I'm, I'm laying naked on the bed. Right. I'm pointing in, and I'm winking as well. I'm winking! And stuff. It's gone now. <laughs> if, there's, if there's a God, that was Photoshop. Oh and here's one God. of Mike um, as a young girl. <laughs> <laughs> what Ooh, do you people do with your time? It's, I think Sebi does it all. Um, there's a picture oh. of Mike having steak. Look at him. He's he's ready to take that off of the bloke and just eat it off of the iron bar. You know, I found this great website that shows you people back in history and what they would look like now. And yeah. that looks that looks like King Henry VIII brought up to 2022, that picture of Mike. <sighs> does he looks like a very hungry man? We've got a couple of questions here. Um yeah, we've got 10 minutes before you've got to go. Um, first question here um, from Bulgarian, Drago says, do you ever get deja vu from dreams? Sometimes I dream about the minor things that happen later into our future. Do you dream in English, Draco? That's the question. Ooh, what do you think? an interesting question. I remember when I was younger, I really had, what do you call that power? Uh, lucid, lucid dreams. Oh, I had yeah. the power of lucid dreams when I was very, very young. Cause I remember saying, I'm going to fly like Superman. Fuck this monster behind me. I can get away. You know? And I remember thinking that it's just a dream. I can fly. I, I, I wish I still had that. Um, I do. When I do have deja vu, I do examine it because it feels so real, but I don't think I dream it. I don't think I dream it. 
Um, with my dreams, I'm, I'm, I'm very rarely sat down in my dreams. I'm always running around, and they're always in colour. And I know I'm dreaming because I, I'll go. You can never, you, you can never use a telephone in the dreams. And I was having a dream about being back at school, and I wanted to ring my mum. And I remembered in the dream, I went, "I know I'm dreaming. There's no point because I won't be able to dial a phone." And so I always, that's how I can tell I'm dreaming. You can't use a phone. At, right now, the person yeah. I'm looking at on the computer you can you have lucid dreams at your age that's f amazing yeah quite often I, I had one um uh, the other day i i dreamt that i was telling someone um that i listened to nick abbott on lbc and i was making a joke about uh, about um liz trust gonna be our mp and then i remember thinking in the dream oh this is a dream no one cares Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> you stop stop taking that for granted. Oh my god. And be more creative in your dreams. Oh my god. Loki's Favorite actress, a... uh Mike, whatever. <laughs> Loki's got a question. He says, Films with wigs, Christmas vacation, Chevy Chase, the old man burning the tree down <laughs> for me. I just watched a really good thing. There's a thing called um um joe blow blogs i think it is anyway i've got that wrong and he says whatever happened to and one of them watched was chevy chase and apparently the bloke is a complete and utter asshole oh my god i feel so bad that people think that my wife thinks that of him I, i'm gonna tell you a quick story okay i yes. did a, i did a radio show in new york but i wasn't on the air yet i was the guy answering phones and playing the commercials and doing that kind of stuff chevy chase was a guest host for a week on the show and he was the nicest fucking guy to me all week. So that's what I tell people that say he's an asshole. All I know is that I worked a show with him and we talked several times a day. You know, he told me what he wanted to do when he wanted to go to the phones. And he was so – maybe he's just nice to the help and he's an asshole to everyone else because I was the help. I wasn't even a producer. I just did what they told me, you know, and, and he, was, he was a sweetheart to me. Well, the people that I were interviewing saying that he, uh, that's why he failed in so many films because he was an asshole and everything had to be his way and he was really stroppy. Okay, I okay, like fine. Uh, you know, you can believe stories that you hear about people or maybe if you know them, I'll tell you another story. Uh, what's her name? Jamie Lee Curtis from the Halloween movies. Okay? She came in as a guest on a radio show where I was just a producer. I wasn't on the air. And luckily, because the question I asked her off the air I said, why are you making another one of these Halloween movies? You know, it, 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 it's pretty played out. What the fuck? Who are you to fucking tell me that? And she ratted me out to my boss. And all I did was ask a question. So Money. <laughs> yeah. You know, be honest. Be like Krusty uh, the Clown. They drove a dump truck full of money up to my house. How could I say no? I would have respected that. She's, I mean, she's not aged gracefully, has she? No, no, and she likes it that way, and God bless her, whatever, you know. I just, that's my memory of her. So, yeah, Chevy Chase could be an asshole, but all these celebrities, we don't know what they're like. I could tell you Jamie Lee Curtis was set off by a tiny little question from a no-name nobody, me, and she fucking ratted me out, got me in trouble, bitch. Did they fire you? <laughs> no, 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 I was too valuable. Um uh, there was someone else. Uh, Loki's R said here, have you noticed how UFO and ghost sightings have almost gone since the smartphone? Well, Jeremy Corbell was on Jeremy, was on Joe Rogan a couple of times. Uh, quite a nauseating bloke, but the stuff that he's got about the Tic Tac videos and uh, all those other things, uh, there is more of those. But ghost ones, you think now everyone's got decent phones, there'll be more ghost videos than there isn't. There's a... 
take it take this with a grain of salt because i don't believe everything i see i'm you know i've been around the block okay um we have a show here in america called uh paranormal caught on tape i believe that's the name of it and some of the shit uh they catch and it's with a lot of friggin' smartphones ufos uh you know some ghostly friggin' shape in the back i'm not saying i believe everything i see but i think it's enhancing uh the believability of ufos and supernatural by having more smartphones that's mm. just my opinion i totally my wife hates when i talk about this shit um i'm only bringing it up um as as, as you know what i believe and, and and that i don't quite believe what that i almost said caller how old am i that that person said <laughs> there who said that i want to apologize to them who said that um, the question was, oh, it's Loki. I don't know. Loki, no, no offense whatsoever. I'm just, I'm just giving you my side of it. I, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm wrong. We don't know. Nobody knows. Um, Arnie, I think Arnie's in Iceland. He says, uh, "Have did you see the, the Icelandic saga with Ralph Muller? I was a stuntman in it. No, I didn't. I won't watch Scandi dramas because I am not going to sit there and watch TV and read at the same fucking time. <laughs> I'm going to sit and I'm going to watch and I'm going to listen and I'm not fucking reading. So I've missed out on a whole load of top quality Scandi dramas. Um, if 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 he wants to mention a few, I'll check it out after we're done talking. I have to do some shit with the family right after this, but I'll check it out because I never thought in a million years I would like, I can't even remember Oh, I'm not even going to try tell you what country it was made in, but there's two parts of it. Baba Luzi, Baba Luzi. It's on Netflix right now. And it's, it's Hindi, maybe. Um, and there's like little songs in the middle of it. But the action is over the top. And I never even knew it existed. And I loved it. And I have to look it up. So, Danny, can you talk for a minute while I look up the name of this movie? Please, yep. you have to talk for a minute. Yeah, sure. Um, uh, Craig's got a question there. We'll come to that one in a minute. He wants to know, uh, it says, going back to the Arsenal, do you believe in Arteta now going? Because do you believe in Arteta now because it's becoming fashionable or do you really do you really believe he's the man to take us forward? Well, I do. Definitely yes. do. And it's, it's not, uh, people are going to have to change their tune. Chris did. Chris uh, uh, was probably about three quarters of the way through last season. He actually did a tweet and he broke it down into six tweets saying why he's changed his mind on Arteta is um, the way he does the tactics, bringing through the young players, the players that he wants to sign, the way that he plays football. And he said, I was wrong. And uh, now I'm fully behind it. So do you think yeah. more people are going to be behind that? Yeah. I, I mean, I was Arteta out at the beginning of last season, but after I saw us come back the way we did, I was like, okay, this guy's doing a lot of shit right. Um, I was wrong about the summer transfer window and those five people he got. I'm going to give him a chance, shut up a little bit. And that all or nothing just confirmed that to me that Arteta is class. Look at the Abamyang thing. You see Abamyang in the parking lot and uh, he's he's um, you know, he's training by himself. OK, because he was late again. OK, he's in the parking lot with an unidentified person and said, oh, yeah, they want to talk to me face to face and resolve things. And then he pushes the gas pedal rum, rum, in, his, in his little muscle car and leaves, okay? So Arteta and, and the board wanted to talk to him, okay? Now, remember, we're all going insane as Arsenal fans. What the F is going on? Arsenal, can Arteta handle his players? Are the players out of control? Has he lost the locker room? You find that shit all over the place, okay? It turns out that Arteta and the front office were class. Did not rat out a Bamiyang who said, they're only talking to my agent. I'm not talking to them anymore. Okay, he didn't give Arsenal a chance and they could have ratted him out 
and they never, ever did. As a matter of fact, as a part of All or Nothing, where Ted is coming back, I don't remember who he's coming back with from a press conference. He's like, all right, we didn't give him anything. That's the way it should be. And I'm just like, that's fucking class. Um, so yeah, I was wrong about Arteta. I always admit him when I'm wrong. Being wrong about Arteta is in my top five being wrongs of life. The the other four getting married. But that my point is that I was wrong about Arteta and I admit it. I don't know how you can't give him credit. This is a sore spot with me, Danny. Did did you did you freeze? Or is that a painting of you? Are you still there? <laughs> I don't um, move. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't need to move a bit more, then maybe I'll burn off some calories. You know, like if I get into an, you know, if I get into a knockout, drag out fight, which I always try to avoid. I always, I like reasoning. <laughs> uh, you know, with someone that doesn't like Arteta, I'll, you know, I'll try to find some common ground. But people that still aren't convinced about Arteta, I just, I just hope they never get married because marriage is all about compromise. <laughs> You're not if you can't compromise and realize Arteta has done a lot of good. You don't stand a chance when you get married. People don't want to don't want to admit it though. Uh, Sai, who isn't, I think he said he's Indian. I think he's living in America though. Uh, he has told me where he's oh, living. Roughly. Wait, can I show is, you the is, movie? Because I made Babu Bali. It's this. Can you see that? Babu Bali. Uh, yes. Yes, yeah, that's, that's it. That's it. This. The most, it's so amazing. Every frame in the two movies is gorgeous. And the action is so friggin' cool. And the characters are so, I never knew it existed. Is it a guy on YouTube, a guy on YouTube uh, did a review on it called George the Dragon Slayer. And he did a review on it. I'm like, I never heard of this. Let me check it out. It's on Netflix. I'm like, holy crap. I used to review movies on the radio and I never heard of this. What the hell's wrong with me? Are they going to get you back on the radio? No, fuck that. Radio. First of all, is there even radio around? Is it? Oh, yeah, that's right. You guys in the UK still listen to the radio. I think you're the only people in the world with radio stations. No, I gave up on radio a long time ago. Like I told you, I'm having fun. All right. Uh, my wife, she she uh, she works from home. I take care of the kids. Um, I got shit that I have to do, but my fun, my release is making videos and talking arsenal. And I don't give a shit how many people subscribe to me or like what I do. There's some people that do, and I treasure you. I treasure, I, Danny, you know how much I treasure you, how I treasure <laughs> you and, and, uh, same old arsenal. The two first shows I saw, I freaking love Craig. Craig's another guy I drag out of his house when I get over to the UK. Uh, he's in he's not far away um yeah so like when when um before the show started uh I, had, I was on my phone i was listening to this bloke called ian lee and he used to have a radio show on talk radio over here every every weekday 10 p.m to 1 a.m and it's just just the show is about nothing you ring up say what you want talk about whatever you want he has a couple of crank callers ringing up and this is brilliant and he used to win awards and now all they want is boring people to go, here's today's topics. We're going to talk about the electricity crisis. We're going to talk about the girl that was killed in Liverpool. We're going to talk about um, uh, all these other things. And then the next show will start for three hours and they'll talk about the same things. The next show, three hours, they'll talk. The only one who doesn't do that is Nick Abbott on LBC. And that's the only radio station in the country where it's not. And even that's got adverts. Too many adverts. You can't listen to radio. We have three stations. Four stations over here that are only talk. There's Radio 5, which is sport, BBC Radio 5, talk talk radio, um, talk sport, but it's sport. Then you've got um, LBC and you've got Times Radio, and that's it. 
Uh, I see. I don't know how you guys deal with those those talk sports radio guys because they just seem to say shit to get clicks. It, it oh, that's it. I don't listen. They're cunts. Yeah, <laughs> drives me crazy. I forgot what I was going to. I was going to make this really cool point. And I totally forgot about the radio. About why you don't. Oh, do radio anymore. is. Thank you, Danny. You know, yeah. I don't know. I'm glad one of us is listening. <laughs> Radio is like anything else that seems like really cool. The behind the scenes shit is just too much. Two quick examples. The boss of the radio station that decided everything. We're at a classic rock station. Me and, and my buddy play Hot for Teacher by Van Halen um, on the radio. He calls up our studio and says, what the fuck is this song? This doesn't belong on classic rock. People like that are in charge on radio. Okay, um, and then you have the people that are trying to sell shit on radio. We were giving away squeeze tickets, and we made and we didn't want to do this, and they forced us to do this. They had listeners squeezing lemons to win tickets to this stupid ass concert of old gray guys that used to be squeeze. So you know, radio is not as glamorous as you think. They'd send us out to Christmas light shows. People wouldn't even know who we were because there was no banner. People, I'd be there. As as a DJ for the morning show, I have people. Hey, you work here, right? Where's the bathroom? That's that's radio. That's radio. It's not as glamorous as you think it is. There's a, wow. there's a bloke this... on Twitch. Go on, I'm, dude. This has been such great therapy. I really owe you money. I, <laughs> I think I owe you money. There's there's a bloke on on Twitch called Aldo Cookie. Oh. W D O cookie. And if anyone wants to listen and he used to be a radio DJ in England, did it for about 15, 20 years. And he said, it's just full of assholes, backstabbing scumbags. And like Ian Lee, this the episode I was listening to was 2016. And I've said on Twitter a few times, it says something about the state of British talk radio, where I'm going back and listening to all of the shows starting from 2016 until they fired him in 2021, because there's nothing on the radio to listen to. And he says they, um, when Princess, uh, one of the royal family had a baby, and then his boss said, I want you to get somebody on to talk about it. He got somebody on to talk about it. His boss then had a go at him and said, the way you did that was terrible. And then a couple of days later, he saw his boss's boss come up to him and went, that was the best bit of radio out of all of the local BBC radio stations. You were brilliant. He went, why don't you go and tell my boss that? So he did, and then his, his boss ended up sacking him because they all, all they give a fuck about is people listening and then for, so they can get adverts. Yeah, we we only lasted so long because radio covets one thing more than anything, which is time spent listening. People not tuning out and listening to you on their drive or as they're getting ready in the morning. And we were always number one in that because we just talked about whatever we wanted. And and uh, that part I miss. But I all the behind the scenes bullshit, you know, I'm all about, you know, reminiscing about good times, but not forgetting every you know what i mean it's like i'll reminisce about the 90s and some of the 80s and and yeah. i realized it wasn't that fucking great back then. Yeah. you know what i mean so so don't fall in love with the oh i met my wife in this day you know you know what i mean it, it, you just you have to take it in perspective if there were really time machines it would be hysterical because we'd all be going back in time and saying damn this fucking sucked what was i thinking everything was slow yep and badly made uh, don says a boring question for glenn when did you start supporting the Arsenal? Oh, it is kind of, it's kind of a boring story. Um, in 1993, um, the, all the local football leagues were, they spent too much money. There was no football to root for. I was flipping. Ch Fuck you. Hold on. Uh, I was, this has to be my last story, Danny. Yeah. Um, 
I was I was flipping channels and saw it was 1993. It was either January or February. Arsenal and Nottingham Forest in the FA Cup, and Ian Wright scored two goals. This game was on. We we didn't have coverage of of um, it wasn't even the Premier League back then, uh, but it was the FA Cup, and um, and uh, Ian Wright scored two goals and Arsenal won two nothing. I'm like. This is fucking the football I crave. My dad from South America, my mom from Germany, always football in our lives, always football in our lives. And, and you know, we played football. We played football against our dads one time. It was so much fun. So it was instilled in me. And when I saw, so I'm like, who's this fucking Ian Wright guy? Let me know about this arsenal, you know? And it really was a struggle to, to and I, I grew in love with the team, with the style and the class and the way that they, the, the way that they did stuff like I was just describing about Arteta it, with that press conference. We didn't give him anything. You know, we're going to rise above. We're not going to throw Abba to the wolves. Um, so that was and, the first uh, day you started supporting Arsenal. Yeah. Yeah. yeah 13th but, of February, 1993. Oh, you looked it up. Oh, thank yeah. you. I should have looked it up. That would have been <laughs> awesome to know. I, when I tell the story now, I can give a date. Why didn't I think of that? Anyway. Uh, but yeah, so you have to picture now. Okay. I'm like, Oh, Arsenal finished fourth. When do the playoffs start? I had to learn all that kind of stuff, you know, back then. and uh, it, I've always been passionate about football. It's like you, you give me any, that, that desert Island scenario, any sport, it just be one football. That's all I need. Just give me the premier league and, and you know, the FA cup. There you go. It's on the screen for you. 13th of uh, February, 1993. That's outrageous. Oh, I want to... Uh, oh, shit. I have to go. <laughs> I know. Yes. <laughs> I'm like a fish on a lure, Dan. You know, <laughs> I can't get away. No, you um, said an hour and a quarter, and it's it's coming I'm, up to that time now. I'm sorry it was such a boring story, but, you know, like <laughs> I said, I wish I, had, yeah. I wish I had the memory of being brought to Highbury on my dad's shoulders. I wish I do. I wish, yeah. you know... Uh, I, w I w so anyway, um, thank you so much for having me, Danny. Thank you to the people who ask questions. And um, I, 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 I have to do some shit. I have to edit the video for my channel, Glenn AFC New York. Thank you so much, Danny. I really appreciate it. Where's the X thing? So anyway, uh, thank you, dude. Mwah, I love you. Thank you. That's okay. Right. Um, if people, if you want to find Glenn, it's at Glenn with two N's, AFC New Y-A-L-K on the Twitters. Thank you very much for watching. We will be back, or oh, maybe Chris is in a podcast Monday or Tuesday, I don't know. I'm going to go and arrange the loan watch. It's a pain in the ass, I know there's 21 players, but uh, six players today, ex-Arsenal, ex or current Arsenal players, played in the Nice v Marseille game, and Sanchez scored two goals. Woof. Thank you very much, everybody, and we will see you later. I don't know who I've got coming up for next Sunday, but it's going to be somebody, so it won't just be me on my own. Thank you very much. Goodbye. Thanks for watching The Sunday Roast With Mike and Danny This is Sometimes Mike And this is Dan And we have fun Here's Berglano And here's Sexy Mike Riding a horse Danny loves junk food We know he does and Mike does tricks. We love football, but hate talking about it. So we made this show. Why you watch it, we don't know. But it's fucking hard work. Get yeah. off me, you buzzy cunt. <laughs> Fuck off. I hate them. 
Sunday Roast is a joint production of a Burke Camp Wonderland and the Gooners Podcast. Join us every Sunday night at 10 p.m. for all the entertainment you didn't know you wanted but can't live without. Have a great week, everybody. We out.